Hello and welcome to the Little Things in Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxter's. On the little things in life. Brought to you by the O-Cedar Angler Broom. It gets the dirt other brooms miss. Mr. Baxter? Mr. Baxter? Oh, yes, yes, Miss Perkins, what is it, what is it? I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that letter to the Gorham Company should go off today, and you haven't even dictated it yet. All right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it later. It has to go off today. Miss Perkins, I think I know what has to be done. Well, yes, of course, Mr. Baxter. I was just reminding you, and Mr. Fleming is still waiting in his office to go over the Rogers contract with you. He buzzed me again a few minutes ago. I know, I know, but I've been busy with some other things. Mr. Baxter, you're not starting to smoke again. No, no, I am not. But you're holding a cigarette. All right, I'm just holding it. It is not lit. Oh, I do hope you're not going to start again. You've been so good, Mr. Baxter, for six months. And I was so happy when you stopped smoking. Miss Perkins... I know how hard habits are to break. I used to bite my fingernails, and it was so hard to get out of the habit. Uh, Miss Perkins, smoking is hardly like biting fingernails. It's a habit, Mr. Baxter. They're all habits. Bad habits. And I used to be so ashamed of my hands. I kept hiding them all the time. And then one day, I just said to myself, are you going around the rest of your life with chewed-off fingernails? And I just said to myself, no, indeed. I'm going to stop chewing. Fine. Oh, it wasn't easy. But I put bright red nail polish on so that when I'd start to put a fingernail in my mouth, I would notice it right away and stop chewing. Miss Perkins... I am only holding an unlit cigarette in my hand, and I am not smoking. And I trust you're not recommending that I put on bright red nail polish so that I will oh, be... Oh, no, Mr. Baxter, of course not. I just meant that when we have habits, if we have a signal to warn us, we're doing the wrong thing. Miss Perkins. Oh, I realize it's none of my business, Mr. Baxter, You're but... right, Miss Perkins. It is none of your business. Miss Perkins, I, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Here, here, please, please. I, I was just trying to help. I know, I know, I know. But I, I, I don't need any help. I'm not smoking. I was just holding a cigarette. But See? those are crutches, Mr. Baxter. Just crutches. Psychologically, you're depending on. Miss Perkins, I do not wish to discuss it anymore, okay? Yes, yes, Mr. Baxter. Excuse me. I'll get back to my desk. Oh, Mr. Fleming, excuse me. Uh, Bob, I've been waiting to go over those Rogers contracts with you. Ah, uh, yeah, well, uh, later, Bill. 
Was something wrong? No, no, I'm just busy with some other things uh, here. Well, Cranshaw's been yelling at me about it. Well, I guess we can do it this afternoon. It's almost time for lunch now, anyway. Are you going to join us? Jack and I are going over at the tap room. No, no, thanks, anyway. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going on home for the day. Going home? We have to wind up that contract. And there's a conference with Kimball at 4 o'clock. Oh, to heck with it. All of it. I'm going home. What'll I tell Cranshaw? I don't care. Tell him anything. I'm going home. I wish you would tell me what is wrong. Why does anything have to be wrong? It's not like you to just waltz home in the middle of the day. I didn't waltz home. I drove home. Yeah, I bet you're coming down with the flu. There's a lot of it going around. Look, will you just go on doing whatever you were doing and never mind about me? Something go wrong at the office, dear? Probably. I should have gone over the Rogers contract with Bill Fleming, and there's a conference this afternoon that I'm missing, but I don't seem to care very much. You are sick. That is your job. I'm going to get you to bed. No, as a matter of fact, I'm going to get into some old clothes and bundle up and go for a walk. Go for a walk when you're coming down with something? I am not coming down with anything. I mean, what is the trouble? You can tell me. There is nothing to tell. Why are you so cross? I don't know. I just am. I snapped at Miss Perkins this morning and put her in tears. So I think the best thing for you to do is to leave me alone. I'm sorry, but there it is. Well. Well, aren't there times when you just want to be left alone? Oh, I don't know. I guess so. Well, my goodness, Bob. What are you doing home? It's my home, Aunt Maggie. Do I have to have a million reasons to give you all for coming home? Well, Bob... I'm going out for a walk, if that's all right with you. Oh, I'm sorry, Aunt Maggie. He is so cross, and I don't know why. Something at the office, I think. Or he's coming down with a flu. No, no. I don't think that's it at all. What do you think it is? Well, the same thing as last night. He's tempted to start smoking again. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Think he has started? Mm-mm. That's why he's going out for a walk in all his snow to sneak cigarettes? No, no. He's just wrestling with his conscience. Oh, he's been so good for six months, I didn't think he even missed not smoking. And he promised all over again last night that he wouldn't start again. Well, promises, promises. Mm. What's bothering him is that he doesn't want to break his promise, either to you or, more important, to himself. Yes, oh, poor darling. Well, just leave him alone. Nothing you can do anyway. Come on, let's fix a pot roast for dinner tonight. That's his favorite. Maybe it'll take his mind off smoking. When he gets back from his walk, we'll pretend we don't know what's wrong. Just stay off the subject of cigarettes. Yes, yes, all right, Aunt Maggie. Here, someplace near... Ah, uh, somewhere in one of these desk drawers. Bob? Got... Bob? You know, dear, it's 2.30 in the morning. What are you doing up? Well, I know what you are doing up. I've been listening to you ransacking this whole house for a cigarette. Right? Right? Okay, right. I was awake. I felt you crawl out of bed, go through all of your suit pockets in the bedroom closet, and then creep downstairs and wildly go through all the overcoat pockets... Mumbling to yourself. Okay, okay. I was sitting on the stairs while you've been frantically rummaging through the desk drawers here. All right. Well, stop looking. When you gave up smoking six months ago, I cleaned out everything. All drawers and all pockets. I bought a pack this morning, but I didn't smoke any. And on the way home, I threw the whole pack away. Oh, good, dear. Yeah, I thought so, too. Until I went to bed, and then I couldn't sleep. What are those? Two cigarette butts. Where did you get those? You have been smoking. I have not. I, I, I found those in the garbage. But they're wet. In the garbage? 
Oh, but you mean you've resorted to prowling through the garbage? Look, there's no sense in trying to explain. As a non-smoker, you would never understand anyway. Well, what I don't understand is how there could be any cigarette butts in the garbage. Well, plenty of your friends smoke, Elaine, Barbara, Phyllis. They weren't over here today, and I wrap up the garbage every single day. Well, they're mine. And Maggie, what are you doing up? They're yours? I was awake reading, and I heard you two down here. What do you mean, they're your cigarette butts? Well, they are. And Maggie, I can't believe it. You've been smoking? Well, I thought I'd like to try it. Why would you start smoking now at your age? What do you mean at my age? Uh, I just meant if you stayed away from cigarettes all your life, why would you take it up now? I had my first one on New Year's Eve, and I've only smoked about two weeks since then. Well, maybe a few more. Sometimes I have one just before I go to sleep. Smoking in bed? Well, that's the worst time to smoke. What if you fell asleep and set yourself on fire and the whole house would go... You've made such a fuss about smoking, I thought I'd try it. There, you've got Aunt Maggie smoking. No, I've given it up. It makes me a little sick and leaves an awful taste in my mouth. So, here's the rest of the package, Bob. You don't need to ransack the house anymore. There's 12 left here. Well, there you are. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, Bob, really? Just, Just started... throw the pack in the desk drawer, Aunt Maggie, and let's all get back to bed. Look, now, I'm not going to smoke any. I just like knowing that there's some in the house. Don't you understand? No, no, I don't at all. Well, just leave the pack there, and every month you check, and there will always be 12 cigarettes in there, okay? I hope so. And Maggie, I'm surprised at you. Well, <laughs> I'm a little surprised at myself. New Year's Eve, I had three cigarettes and one grasshopper cocktail and one cannonball express. What are they? <laughs> I don't know, but they were very good. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, will you two get back up to bed so I can get some sleep? I'm beginning to think I live in a very demoralized household. And Maggie, uh, allow me to lecture you on the evils of smoking <laughs> and drinking. <laughs> what was in that cannonball express? Oh, I don't know, but they only serve you one. <laughs> come on, come on, to bed, to bed, my kingdom, for some sleep. <laughs> I sweep my floor and I still hear sugar underfoot. I hate that straw broom. That's the kind of dirt straw brooms miss. But an Ocedar angler broom would get it. Angler bristles are cut on an angle to keep more tips on the floor, and the tips are closer together. Ocedar angler gets the dirt other brooms miss. Ocedar makes your life easier. What do you hear from your floor? Not a sound. Ocedar makes your life easier. Hi, I'm trimming my little girl's hair. Mine was the same beautiful chestnut color once, before the grays started sneaking in. But I discovered Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It covered my grays without changing my natural color. And it has no peroxide. Loving Care made my hair shinier and softer, too. Our hair looks almost alike now. (laughs) Except mine has no bubble gum in it. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It's good for your hair. The Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by Natural Wear Miss Clairol, to know you're the best you can be. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.